Welcome, welcome, welcome! Hey there, fellow movie buffs and story lovers. You've just stumbled upon the Plot Cows Podcast, where two pals dive headfirst into the captivating world of movies and books. That's right, folks. I'm your host, Morel, and sitting right next to me is my partner in crime, Anna. Whether you're a fellow writer, filmmaker, or an avid fan, we've got something special for everyone. So grab your popcorn, find a cozy spot, and tune into our podcast filled with insightful stories and occasional wild tangents. Welcome to the adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to the, the Plot Pals. Yeah, there's a really funny story that I have that we should discuss. It definitely. <laughs> This is so stupid. I was um, back in hometown, right, mm-hmm. and. Um, This was before I even started like to think about coming to Canada and all that. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was at my grandfather's house, and suddenly I was in the backyard, and I saw three donkeys just <laughs> coming, <laughs> running from the hill, right? Oh. <laughs> running on top of the hill, and suddenly I just looked around, and all the village was just like these. I don't know, like these hunters, they started on <laughs> motorcycles and on bikes and just running towards these three wild donkeys. They were wild. Like right? they were coming towards them or running away they from them? They were running away from the hill that the houses were on the hill. They were running between the like uh, the streets and all that and they were mm. coming off the hill. They wanted to go in the wild. Right. Wow. So the hunters are trying to hunt the donkeys? The hunters were our relatives. <laughs> they were people, everyday people, modern day people. Okay, they're trying to hunt. Yeah, they were modern day people. They were no, they want. They didn't want to hunt it. I'm mm. just saying they looked like that. <laughs> These people could catch one of the donkeys, right? Oh shit! They okay. ca- they caught it and they put it in my uncle's backyard. They put it there, and you know I have a lot of cousins, so mm. I have like about, I think, a uh, hundred, <sighs> probably. Yeah, I know, right? Me too. <laughs> Because you know what, my grandfather has twenty kids Whoa. from two wives. I mean, yeah, literally. You me too? too. I think like fourteen or something. God, <laughs> why do we <laughs> procreate so much? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And they were poor. Like I know. Why would you the backwards? Literally, It's each of them has like five kids <laughs> themselves. So suddenly, <laughs> it's so mm. crazy. And um and so one of my like cousins is even like forty years old. Like mm. one of my cousins is uh, the same age as my mother. Can you? Mm. Not my cousin. Sorry. Oh yes, my cousin. Yeah. One of my cousins is the same as uh, same age as my mother because my aunt is so old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I'm an aunt to a guy who's the same age as me. You're kidding. So I don't know how that works, but like I'm his aunt. How? He's like four months younger than me. So how does that work? I, I don't know. I got to think about it. But like some, I guess, a young person married an older person or something. I see. Yeah, it's so complicated <laughs> there. Mm. I never learned about our relatives that much. Mm. I mean, they always talk. In, I I feel like they co- uh, talk in Morse code when they talk about the stories and relatives and mm. all that. They say, "Oh, do you know that guy? That guy did this. That guy's daughter married this guy." And I'm like, "What? What? Mm. No, I don't know anybody." I But know. Once in a while, you just hear like the random news your mom throws at you. Like, did you know this person <laughs> died and this person got married? You're like. Rest Ooh. in peace. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. yeah, never met you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what? And you know, like they're also really supportive of each other, which is good. Like, my family always brings people to live at our house. So, a cousin, my cousin came to our house. I've Here? never met this guy. Yeah, uh-huh. like, I now he's been living at our house for a few months. But like, I didn't even know he existed before. And suddenly they're like, "Oh, this is your relative." And now you live together. And I'm like, "Okay, okay, cool. like, yeah. I guess, I guess it's nice." Wow, he's getting a free house. Isn't that great? (laughs) I hope he doesn't hear this. (laughs) Oh, another thing. So both of us are writers, or at least like wannabe writers. We're writers, guys. So there's going to be a lot to talk about there in terms of just sadness, trauma. I'm sure both of us are coming from... Psychology. Oh, psychology, yeah. So just all these things that we're thinking about will come up for sure. And hopefully it'll help us get motivated to write more. Yeah. Hmm. That's true. And also, I don't know, be interesting, hopefully. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I was saying about the story. It didn't end there. So mm. the oh, donkey, yeah. oh. right? The baby donkey. We caught that one. The oh. other two ran away. Mm. And what happened was that. So I said I have a lot of cousins, and they were all like for many ages, just little little cousins uh, all over the place. And uh, what happened was that one of my uncles mm -hmm. uh, caught the. Um, caught the donkey and then put all of these kids 10 kids on that and i, I do have the picture even to this day <laughs> and baby. i was i was on that too no oh my god <laughs> i feel so bad i know there were 10 kids on that this is so bad so bad and they were like oh all god. elementary kids to like to a one-year-old kid. Like okay, one-year-old is not that heavy, Ye so that's good at least. One-year-old was just on the top, like, it, it was okay, but oh, all these guys, like, 10 oh, kids. I know, donkeys are really mistreated in Iran. Like, they're the... So fucked up. They act like a car, like, you just and put I was stuff on them. Yeah. And I was a kid, too. Oh, I'm so sorry, but I have the picture to this day. Oh, my God. To this day. Do you have it on your phone? No. Oh, yeah, you deleted but it. But I have to. <laughs> no, but they do have it. Like, my uncle has mm. it still. And it was crazy, man. It was so bad. And I always remember that. It was such a funny thing, though. Did you think it was bad at that time? Or, like, no. looking back? Exactly. Because you're a kid. Like, everyone's doing it. <sighs> you get go under bad influences. I yeah. Think. And I was always scared of uh, animals and things like that. You mm. know why? Because I was living in Tehran. Mm. And when I would come once a year there, I would always have this imposter syndrome. <laughs> mm. <laughs> because they wouldn't think I'm one of them. Like, they would think that I'm a sissy girl. They would think you're better than them, though, right? They'd be like, yeah. oh, city girl. Like, yeah, spoiled. Yeah, 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 for sure. You had the same experience, uh -huh. I imagine, right? Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed being like that. Oh, you guys, you're a bunch of losers living in the woods. <laughs> I, I live in the big city. I don't know. I liked oh, it. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's nice. I said that I didn't, but I always liked it. <laughs> but what, what was it like? I was just... Actually, yesterday we were watching some videos, old videos of us. And of us? Well, of like oh, me yeah, and yeah. my family. Sorry. But they, they were like... <laughs> I know. Well, I always watch old videos of us oh, as well. Like okay. when we went to the gym, like... to. A year ago, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, cute yeah. times. But these these are like when I was eleven or something, and I used to think I was like a really smart kid, like put together. That's what I thought. But looking at those videos, like I looked so weird. Like I was just a little shy kid, and like my hair's in a big ponytail, and I have the red big glasses. Oh my god! And I was just like like this. Like my little brother was just bullying me around. Like I felt so bad. Really? Because you have, like, this image of yourself in your yeah. head of how you are. And I looked at that, and I was like, oh, I was a, I was a struggling kid. And I was so ugly, too. Like, I don't Come know how on. I went to I school don't think or so. Like, the big unibrow. My oh. outfits were always the same color. Like, I would just wear pink, pink, <laughs> and then pink shoes. <laughs> That's and, like, such a character thing. So You're such a... NPC. A, the description? No. no. <laughs> it's such a typical nerd I characteristic. Know, I was such a nerd. Literally, I was a big but nerd. But when they say nerd, you don't actually believe these kind of people like exist with this description that they put in Disney or something like that. But you totally <laughs> I was exactly that. that. Yeah. Even when I was talking, like I was just like, oh, my dad asked, you know how like in videos, your parents ask like, what day is it today? Oh, yeah. And they asked and I was like, mm, like, how do I even know that? Why would I say that? It's not like, it wasn't like we were celebrating that, like we were just on a train and they're asking like, where are we going? And I'm like, by the way, today is this prophet's birthday, just so you know. <laughs> like, I felt really stupid while watching the video. Oh my but God, it's fine. That's so bad. I, I'm, I'm really happy now as a person. I'm just like, 10 years have passed. Canada's treating me well. I, I don't know, like if I was in Iran, I would be a I don't even know what I would be, like a big nerd. <laughs> that was so good. I love it. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> it's so what cringy. This random post. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. What? And like now I don't know any birthdays. So I don't know how I knew it. Like I don't even know my family's <sighs> birthday. I don't oh. But you were cute. Weird. No, oh, that's you'll cute. see. I don't know. <laughs> No, no, my brother was cute. I, I feel like, uh, I mean, yes, as we age, we kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, we kind of distance ourselves uh, and kind of observe 
our self our awareness kind mm. of increases. So I thought about childhood a lot, right? Mm. I had a pretty good childhood, but then after coming here and you know how um, it's people are really self-aware these days. Mm. They l- know a lot about psychology. They know a lot about childhood trauma and these things mm. that I didn't know before I came here. Mm-hmm. So I always thought I had a very good childhood. But coming here, like, it's the subtle things, you know, very, very subtle things that mm-hmm. kind of uh, determine. I mean, childhood trauma is not like abuse I or know, something yeah, like it's, that. It's not. Yeah. It's... Very subtle, very subtle. Like uh, human kids, like are human kids. Humans, <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> it's very mm-hmm. like robots. I say, uh, uh, kids are like really fragile. So mm-hmm. they, until they're five years old, they record everything that happens to them, mm-hmm. and then they're that record basically till they're adults, and they react to everything b- based on what they learn in that first five years. That's exactly, mm-hmm. and change is so hard after that. Mm-hmm. So it's very s- subtle. Um, for example, maybe a kid asks about, I don't know, says something, uh, wants some attention or something. Yeah, and, and then you discourage them, and then forever they're like a little shy. Yeah, or maybe they just break something, or something mm. happens, and then you yell at them, or yeah, or don't yell at them. Maybe like say. I don't know, like kind of mock them, mm-hmm. mock them, use, um, w- what is it called? Sarcasm. Sarcasm, oh, yes, okay. they use sarcasm. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very like, bad for the kids. I kid. know, even like attachment styles with like how you want to date someone is mm. all about how you were treated as a kid. Like, I yeah. feel like I always look for someone who is just a little mean to me or like oh. or like looks down or like doesn't want to hang out and stuff <laughs> just like treats me a little bit inferior because like that's how my mom treated oh. me so i don't know like it's so fucked up or like or like it's called uh what's it called um detached or something i don't know yeah. or avoidance that's what it's called oh, yeah, yeah, so avoidance. it's like it all has to do with how how my mom treated me so now like even though like it's also hard to like complain because like overall i feel like we still had pretty good childhood yes like if you hear our dad's stories for example like my dad grew up in the mountains like he was just telling me yesterday like people were throwing rocks at his head like somebody accidentally they didn't even take him to the hospital like he was just like okay my head's broken like that's obviously more same with my dad Mm -hmm. yes i mean they had so many kids in the house and they just neglected them. I, I said, know. how can you forgive your father? Yeah, <laughs> they, uh-huh. just, they just don't say anything. They say, mm-hmm. it's okay, they raised me. I mean, go yeah, on. And they're know. doing pretty good now, too. Yeah. So that's why it's hard to complain. Like, so sure, weird. we can say our childhood was bad. And I have so many stories about how my childhood mm. was bad. But, like, also, we were living in the best city in the, in the country that we yes. were in. And then and upgrade here. I know. That's so That's weird. I mean, it's kind of like idleness brings these kind of things to the surface. That's true. Right? <laughs> it's so bad, I know. But mm-hmm. but tell me about your childhood and how it... Oh, th- my Is that childhood. what you were saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was... I had a really good childhood, I think. I always had what I wanted. Always mm-hmm. was cherished by my dad. Always, My dad always talked to me. But what I think happened... And I thought about it this about this a lot, talked to my dad a lot. Mm. My mom, right, she was always in the village. Mm-hmm. And when she married, it was the first time that she came out of the village and came mm. straight to Tehran, the capital right. of Iran, right? Mm-hmm. So you can imagine for a village girl that was like in somewhere that nobody knows where it is behind the hills and mountains of I don't know. Yeah, with a bunch of people who all know her, who who are all like, they're all friends and they do things for each other. And it's so different than a life where now you're on your own in a city with everyone trying to like succeed and get somewhere. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. Like, all I want to do is go talk to my mom. And probably she was also young, you know? Yeah, she was 19. 19. She was younger. younger. Oh, my goodness. Yes. All alone. Uh, actually, she was 20 when she came to Tehran, so Still, 19 engaged. I'm 22 right now. I'm okay. 20. 
Uh, Can you imagine? <laughs> I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. No, 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 no. And uh, she came to Tehran mm. like that, and uh, then a year later, I think she had me. So mm. very soon, immediately, and it was so hard for her. I imagine. Oh, I can't even do that. And I was a big kid too. Oh, you. <laughs> I was a big kid. I was four kilograms. Oh, I don't know how heavier. it is in pounds and the mm, American style, know, like but two pounds <laughs> or or I like eight pounds. So Sorry, heavy. ten pounds. Yeah. I was mm. so heavy, mm-hmm. and yeah, but I was a very quiet kid. So I feel like my mom really st- struggled because she was alone, and in this big city, I uh, kind of never got that sort of love from my mom. Oh, I mean, I my see. mom is so lovely and kind. But uh, it's kind of I never had that relationship with her. I know, even you too? yeah, me too. Really? Like, did your mom? Your mom obviously took care of you, like if you were sick or yes. anything, right? Like that's She's when you felt so the love. Because my mom too, like if I was sick, she would just be up all night. Like she would swear at me, like "fuck you," like "why are you sick?" But she would like stay up, take care mm. of me while my dad's sleeping. Yes. But I also never felt that close to her. Like she was always like, "Moral, go sleep, do this, do that." Oh. Like don't hold my hand or something. Like like yeah. I I just wanted to hug her and like sleep together. And I she never was, like, hugged Don't. my mom. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. I think I never did. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure because uh, then my brother was born mm-hmm. and he was the mama's boy. Exactly. And he was like a this kind of parasite that I kind know. Of yeah. attached to my mom. And mm. she didn't want that. But mm. he was like this kind of... <laughs> yeah, boys are like that. <laughs> yeah. Same here. And, uh, and I talked about this to my mom too. I, she struggled. I understand her. Come on. I mean, mm-hmm. I put her put myself in our shoes and I would do the same thing too. That's why I say that we shouldn't have kids and get married until we have like emotionally healed ourselves. That's right. You see that the trauma just goes on and on and on and on. Literally so true. Please. That's why I tell myself. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like imagine today, because my mom had me when I was 21. So imagine like if today really? I was like, sorry, Paris, too, I can't go out to talk because I got to go take care of my kid. Like, no, no, we have so many problems to talk through ourselves. We have to make a hundred podcast episodes. Imagine <laughs> if my, our moms did that. Like, yes. life would be better. Although, like, the thing I hear is that artists all come from traumatic childhoods. Yes. And like, not to say that this was that traumatic. Like, some moms don't mm-hmm. even talk to their children or leave or stuff like that yeah but because of like our lack getting not enough love from our moms or like like my mom also beat me so like that sort of thing it uh, maybe it's gonna push us forward to like true i mean i've thought about this and i realized that if there is a kid out there that is brought up Mm -hmm. with the best emotionally healed parents that uh, just the kid has the best five years of his mm-hmm. life, right? Mm-hmm. Learns everything, you know, is in the best stimulating environment mm-hmm. and is loved and is cared for and has no problems. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not the kind of life that we came in this le- uh, in this world to have. You know why? That's... Hmm. Why? Because it's like... Uh, it's a kind of spiritual at this point. Mm. So when you come to this world, um, you are here to get your hands dirty. You want to have, be human, mm-hmm. have the traumas, have the things, and mm. then break through them. But at one point, you have to get yourself out of this. You have to get dirty and then get out of this. You know, it's kind of like, a lot of spiritual teachers and things say that we are like water, right? We're mm-hmm. like water. But when we come to this world and we get identities, like the first identity is our name. Mm-hmm. Then we get possessions, like this is my toy, this is my thing. And then parents, family, last name. We get these identities. And then later our characteristics, personalities, like our parents says oh, this is the, like, mean kid. This is the mean one. This is Uh the, like, really annoying one. This is, like, the The smart one. one. This is the quiet one, right? We get these characteristics now as identity. Mm -hmm. And then this water kind of 
gets dirty in this mm. uh, all this soil and all that and uh, our job is to kind of get that pure water out of this and kind of cleanse that you know what i'm saying like cleanse in terms of like what other people say our identity should be cleanse Or in terms of totally this is what molana says okay. rumi says right mm -hmm. to totally um get rid of the identities that we have every identity mm. right everything that we think we are like this body this name this person this persona mm -hmm. we are not that to get to that awareness mm -hmm. and self-consciousness that's a good point uh, or like is does that mean that you could always change you know you don't have to yeah adhere to a certain and certain when you think about it like that you don't even have to heal in terms of time waiting to heal mm -hmm. Even in this moment, you can be rid of the traumas and all that. You know how? By right. being conscious. Conscious. Being conscious. So you know that you are not any of these things. No matter what happened to you, you're none of these things. Mm -hmm. You are kind of... I watched a video, right, of a man. Uh, he's called Mazdafar. He's an Iranian one. Mm -hmm. But he was he had a conference and he was saying basically this that we are this is the observer effect. The observer. Be the observer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Because like sometimes you have some thoughts. For yes. example, let's say your thought is, Man, I'm really tired right now and like I would rather sleep instead mm -hmm. of work. But if you realize that okay, that's just, just like one passing thought you know it doesn't exactly. have to be me it's just like a one part of me who wants to sleep then you you acknowledge it yeah i acknowledge that i'm tired and then you put that aside and then you can keep going or like yes. or like even like oh i feel mad about uh, some what somebody said uh -huh. you acknowledge that you're mad and then you can almost just like let it go it's like yeah. it's fine to feel this feeling it's maybe it's not even yeah exactly that's that. true mm -hmm. yeah you got it exactly right. that's that. just observe your feelings instead of feeling yeah. like that is who you are that's true i for a long time you know especially when you're a quiet kid and mm -hmm. an introvert and always think you are right? right you are not an introvert you think you are an introvert and because of the conditions that happen to you mm -hmm. so when you are an introvert uh, what happens is that you have a lot of time with your thoughts You have a lot of time with the unguarded thoughts that just come. Most of them are negative because most of thoughts are negative. Right. For everybody. And uh, you are with these thoughts that come and you think that you are these voices in your head. Mm -hmm. You come befriend them. I mean, I remember the first time that I talked to a psychologist mm -hmm. And she told me that you're not this voice in your head or this voice in your head is not your friend. And I was like, what are right. you talking about? Mm -hmm. And it was just a few years ago, too. Mm -hmm. All these years, this was my friend. What the hell are you talking about? Are you telling me that this was my enemy? Mm -hmm. Then, then who, who do I have in this world? If this voice is not my friend, then what the hell That's am I going to do? Great point. Mm. Do you also have that kind of... Lit yeah, I've, I don't even want to go into it that much because I feel like we've talked about it a lot. So maybe I'll talk about it next time. But yeah. this exact thing of your brain is telling you something and you think yeah. that that's what you are. Mm -hmm. But as soon as those words come out of your mouth, you realize yeah. how toxic it is. And It is very toxic. Oh my God. And it's such a like, literally, it's such a negative cycle of this brings up that and suddenly... Right. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I'll talk about it after. And, <laughs> you know, when you know this stuff, it helps with the whole character and story building. Thing. Mm. Because now you can throw a bunch of traumas at your characters right. and see how they're going to, this kind of character with these filters, like traumas and all these are mm -hmm. filters that they see the world through. Mm -hmm. How these filters that we throw at them, these characters are going to navigate their lives with these right yeah, yeah yeah how would it make them react i always try and do that too like i try yeah. to 
work literally put my own traumas into the characters and then it's mm -hmm. like you can either learn from them or like you can put them in the worst situation mm -hmm. and then they make all the wrong decisions and I then you think see. i should not do this yes. like e like one big thing is like getting angry easily like i get angry easily a lot in real life oh. but then the characters go crazy like the characters oh like go God. hit someone i don't know break something really the things that you can <laughs> do you actually yeah you just like channel it through the perfect characters that's actually i think that's why writing is so good because you kind of whenever i start writing mm -hmm. it's like i get cleaner every time yeah i get cleansed you know it's like i just let it all out and it just goes away you know the thoughts become kind of physical thing and exactly it's just there. exactly as soon as you put it down it, it's not the cycle anymore of just keep repeating it yes like this happens to me every night when i'm trying to sleep is like the same thought either it's something i have to do the next day or like oh, something yes. i already did keep going through it like why did i say that what what what's wrong with me like i hate actually everything about myself but then as soon as you write that down once you're suddenly like this is maybe not even such a bad thought like okay yeah. i thought about it once now i can start thinking about new things i know l writing is fun as fuck yes, i keep yes. saying that and still it's so hard to do it though like i don't know how often you can do it mm -hmm. for me it's like two hours three hours if i do that much uh -huh. then i'm drained and like sometimes you say like if the story is your personal story maybe it'll be easier yeah. that's what i tell myself i'm like okay this story i'm not even making anything up it's literally like story with me and my mom right it would be it should be so easy but and then still it's hard yeah. but then you say like maybe it's because it's so personal that it's like hard to oh. relive the trauma i don't know See. even though i always say it's fun it's also like the most painful thing to like i, I don't understand. know understand yes 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 uh you know it's all about telling the truth i hear yeah. about that a lot mm -hmm. i at first like i didn't understand i still don't understand like when they just say tell the truth a writer should tell the truth mm -hmm. but there was this workshop that i went to and there was this woman that has been writing for a very long time and you could tell from her writings mm -hmm. and all that that she was reading for us she was so transparent she was like an open book mm -hmm. she would oh my gosh she had lived through a lot of trauma like what we're talking about is mm -hmm. just <laughs> nothing oh, to wow. that right. she was abused she was treated horribly mm -hmm. she had to live i think she had to go away from her parents and all that and live alone mm -hmm. from a pretty young age mm -hmm. and she was now in her 50s or 40s i think mm -hmm. yeah i don't know she was so transparent so vulnerable i couldn't believe it like i thought i could like talk about things i would just give bits of myself right. away Mm -hmm. But this person would just pour it away to strangers. I mean, I was a stranger the mm -hmm. first time here. And she would just talk about it. She would just write it. Right. Like not being afraid to like hide what it is that's bad about you or still needs no. fixing, you know. Because I feel like I lie a lot. Like I don't even think about oh. it. Just in terms of like even my own life. Like to your parents, that's one thing. I feel like sometimes you lie to your parents just because you yeah. don't want them to be disappointed. Mm. But like just in general, I'm like... I don't know if that's something that I should fix in myself. But you're right, because like once you are transparent and you don't have to hide anything about yourself. Yes. That's when you improve. I just feel like sometimes I overshare with like just saying things mm -hmm. that maybe you should never tell anyone. Yeah. Or like you shouldn't tell someone who you're not that close with. And then other times I'm just lying for no reason. Like, let's say let's say somebody says, hey, come to my birthday. And I'm like oh sorry i have to go to this doctor like there's mm. no reason for me to lie i, I know, could just say too. i don't want to go <laughs> exactly oh, yeah or ghost them reason. or ghost them that's fucked up oh i yeah. do that a lot. do I'm you guilty do you ghost people yes oh that's so bad because you know it's not on purpose first day i'm like oh, okay i'll text them maybe uh, no you know what happens is that hmm. i answer them in my head oh i prepare a reply in my head right. and then a few days later, I open the app because I don't go a lot on Instagram mm -hmm. or things like that. Or right, WhatsApp. Right. I don't open WhatsApp oh, at all. Okay. It's only for relatives. That's right. why I don't open it at all. Uh -huh. So 
Oh, I'll say the same thing. Actually, my grandma yeah. keeps calling me, and my her name is saved as Patty Vash, which is just a name. Like it's not saved as my grandma Patty Vash. <laughs> so she kept calling, and I was like, "Who is this Patty Vash calling me?" I just didn't pick up for weeks. Like whenever she called, and then when I did realize it was her, I just still didn't pick up out of embarrassment. Like I'll just act like I don't exist and like I don't. That's I don't have so his number cool. or anything. And so now, so like, real. when she calls my mom and they talk, I feel so embarrassed. I'm there like, hello. And she's like, I tried to call you. <laughs> and I just act like it didn't happen. It's really fucked up, I know. Oh, WhatsApp is like that. Yeah. Okay. That's keep keep talking about ghosting people. Oh, yes, yes. I The first days, I just have the reply in my head. I'm so nice. And uh-huh. talk to them. And they reply in my head, too. Oh. And then a few days later, I go on and oh my god, I have not even opened it. So I'm so embarrassed to even mm. open it. So I know. Go, so I'm going. Bye bye. Once some amount of time passes, it's almost like worse to reply. I understand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And th- that happened actually to me like two hours ago before coming here. Like the same movie that I'm helping mm. d- doing AD work on, um, they keep messaging with like, you have to do this thing and that thing and like different people or like. Oh, I wanted to let you know about this. And so I kind of like compartmentalize in my head with like, okay, I'll message, reply to this one tonight. Mm -hmm. And this one is kind of like more serious. So I'll reply right now Uh before leaving. So I did that, but then it was like a group chat. So then the person I hadn't replied to yet saw it and then they messaged and I felt so bad because like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not even that I'm being mean. Like I read your message. I even laughed at your joke in my head. (laughs) But I just haven't had the chance to reply yet because I have to yeah. like drive to this podcast, you know. Yeah. So the, yeah, that's why I felt bad. But so you do have to like realize sometimes when mm-hmm. people don't reply or like reply late or anything. Yeah. Or even reply with like, let's say you make a joke and they don't laugh. Possibly it's just like a timing thing. Like yeah, maybe they did and they you know they didn't write it down. Exactly. You shouldn't That's overthink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, don't overthink things. I overthink so much with like mm-hmm. even if somebody's talking to me and they're like I'm like okay, so that means they weren't interested. Maybe yeah. I should stop talking. Like maybe I should never see them again. <laughs> and like all this or just because like they scratched their head, you know? Who cares? <laughs> don't overthink so much. It's you know what's worse when you're mm-hmm. sensitive? Like yeah. When you're sensitive? Mm-hmm. I mean being sensitive is not all about like being offended really easily mm. but it's also about the fact that i i saw a ted talk about this mm-hmm. so when you're sensitive it's actually it means that your sensors are really high so you can pick up feelings and all these mm-hmm. so for example i would be in a room and for example in a classroom mm-hmm. and one of my friends is being made fun of by some of the kids in the back okay but this my friend doesn't even notice anything. Mm. She's just herself. She's just doing what she's doing. And I'm like, why doesn't she realize this? That these Mm. kids are making fun of her. It's not about hearing. Right. It's about their attitude. Right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like the way they look at each other or the feeling, the atmosphere. But Mm -hmm. she doesn't pick it up. But I do pick it up. And I thought everybody was like this. They could understand Mm -hmm. when... You say something, what the other person feels, but apparently not. And this is really yeah. Well, did you talk to her about it or no? Because no, it maybe was very long ago. Mm-hmm. I I think she was like one of these people that didn't care. About That's what I'm saying. Like yes. maybe it's like you get to a certain extent where you do realize it, but you just have come to terms with it too. But mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Like like I said, like mm-hmm. super over analyze everything and like really feel like if somebody says something, I can tell if they are like. happy to be there or kind of like making fun of the person talking like that's what i feel too but then you realize like you might totally be making this up yes it could be like you think you're right you think and i do this with guys too a lot where i'm like oh Mm -hmm. this guy like said that so i think he kind of likes me and then i find out he has a girlfriend and i'm like oh wait Maybe, maybe still, I'm just maybe making this up. <laughs> oh. May, uh, no. I'm feeding on your delusion. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Another thing I always do is like, so you know that psychology thing where if somebody is pointing their feet towards you, it means they're like they, they're interested in talking to you. Oh, and if they're kind of like that. this. Yeah, like now we're kind of interested. Okay. But if I was saying like this, 
Yeah, exactly. We'd just be like, I think we both want to get out of here. So get I me out of here. Get out. Oh, my God. Also, I feel like it's been so long that we've been talking. But anyway. Uh, it's so fun. I know. I feel yeah. like it. Words come out easier yeah. when there's, like, a microphone and a camera. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. But uh, so I just, like, literally look at everyone's feet all the time. And I'm like, okay, this You're crazy. To to. Really? I know. It's really bad. Because, like, sure, it's true to an extent. I do it, too. Oh, yeah? Okay, good. Yeah. But it's like, it can't possibly be always true where people are like, their brain is just in their feet, like, pointing like that. Yeah. No, so I just overanalyze. Bro. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. And it Bad gets habits. very annoying. It gets so annoying. Because it's all in your mind. And mind lies to you. So much. Mm-hmm. It lies to you. I realized that the hard way. Mm-hmm. When you are going down, 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 with the mind you know there's just it just has no mercy you know it doesn't care about you the mind Mm. doesn't care about you at all wait how did you find that out tell me oh god i don't want to get deep in that (laughs) (laughs) we can definitely leave that for other weeks as well sure yes Mm. i think we talked about a lot of things Mm -hmm. today so the other day Mm -hmm. I was trying to write, what a surprise, that's all I'm trying to do. So I was like in the park, like the moon is out, the trees are out. I'm like, this will be very inspirational. So I just lay down there and then immediately, like I don't want to touch my laptop. I'm like, let me just think out loud for a second. I'm alone here. I can talk out loud. Maybe it'll inspire me. Mm -hmm. And then I start going on this cycle of like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, I why do I have no friends and like oh I don't want to talk to anyone and stuff like that like random just attack attack of the brain Mm -hmm. and then I was just thinking like "Mm, I feel like everyone invites me to places just to be nice and then I went down this cycle which is not true like I know it's not true because there's no like nobody's forced to invite anyone anywhere they Mm -hmm. could just be like if I don't want to hang out with you I won't invite you but I was like oh why did my little cousin invite me to her birthday like maybe she thinks I have no friends (laughs) (laughs) and like she's 11 but but no, great. maybe she just likes me to be there. I don't know. Like, maybe she likes me as a person and she wants me to be there. You. Right? Maybe. But it was this, like, super negative line of thinking. And I was like, well, I'm what I'm trying to do is write so I could connect to people. And maybe I'm doing that because I can't connect to people mm-hmm. in real life. So all I do is, like, film them all the time instead of talking to them no. and it's just such a negative cycle That's so toxic i know i know right? and it's like okay maybe one percent is true but like 99 percent of it is just totally like you believe it because you're saying it mm-hmm. and then i was thinking you know like i haven't actually made any movie that's like good enough to show people which is also not true like i've made a couple of stuff that are like decent you know yeah. not great but they're decent but then it i went down started. the cycle like i have no website what are no movies like am i even a filmmaker like all this like super negative mm. and then i was like wait what if i have no talent whatsoever and i just deserve <laughs> to like die and what if just I'm going crazy? down the rabbit hole know. and this is all like back to back like i'm not even my brain is not giving me a second to think and it's getting nighttime so the sun has gone down it's just dark there and i'm in the park i don't even realize what time it is like i'm just laying there wow. keeps going going <laughs> i'm choking oh, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want some water no no no, it's okay mm. um and then i'm thinking like okay so the reason i don't have that many friends maybe it's because i'm just kind of crazy because i thought like mm-hmm. here's what i think about all the time is if somebody has a problem most people don't tell them like let's say for example if i had a big booger like mm. you wouldn't i feel like you some I people are nice you. yeah you would because you're nice but i feel like if you had like a big booger i would like think about it for a long time first <laughs> i'd be like should i tell her like no, 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 <laughs> because i do have a running nose so. okay not even a booger because those are like physical things are easier mm-hmm. but for example something like let's say someone says something that's a little like it makes them sound stupid or like it makes them like they say oh yeah i understand like they say oh right now i'm too busy to do some work because like i'm smoking out with my friends something like that and then you in your head you think that's kind of a loser thing to say like but you don't say anything to them you're like oh cool have fun with your friends Mm -hmm. so that's what it like drove me down this like cycle of and i'm hoarding this but it's almost done so it's good (laughs) this cycle of like what if no one's telling me that Mm -hmm. i am crazy like who 
because all I do literally like if you see me I have my camera I'm filming like my dad my mom my grandma my grandpa uncle like all these documentaries I'm trying to make all are me like behind the camera instead of talking to people so I was just like what if I'm a big weirdo like you know those people who are like a little bit stupid and they just like have this random hobby like my my uncle he was like I don't know if he had down syndrome or something he was just a little crazy like nobody really talked to like he was just he would sit somewhere and like collect coins or something Mm -hmm. like I don't know what his problem was that's what they used to say I don't even know what that means but but I was like literally he probably thought he was super normal like he's like having conversations with people like do do that like saying random words to him mm-hmm. probably that was like hello i read shakespeare like he's really <laughs> smart yeah but but he had he had no and everyone's like oh like you know all these nice things yeah and people always say to me like oh moral you're so pretty and that's all they say so i'm like Maybe they don't think I'm smart or anything. So they're just like, oh, bah, it's good that at least you're like not ugly. And it was so toxic. And then I was like, my mom and brother came Shocking. to like bring me down from the mountain. Well, it wasn't a mountain. It was like a park. Yeah. They, they brought me down. And then I was just like, hey, I just want to sit here and think. What are you guys doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, so do you like, what do you guys think? Like, do you think I'm crazy? And then they were all looking at me like as if I was crazy. So it was just feeding this. And suddenly I felt like I didn't know who I was anymore. Oh, like I wow. had this little moment of everything I know about my life might be a lie. Like what if I'm super, super stupid? But then I remember like I go to university, like I got accepted. I had pretty good grades. So I guess I can't be stupid, but I, I you can never be sure, you know? It's Let hard. me tell you something, okay? <laughs> Is it good to be a normal? I mean, there's no normal people in the world. You know, mm. I've learned that a lot. I always used to like make this idols of people. And that's why it was really hard for me to talk to them because I thought everybody was perfect, perfect, perfect. But then mm. I realized everybody has the same thoughts. The yeah. thoughts that you have, I've had the literal same ones. Yeah, exactly. We don't have an original thought in our minds you know when i realized that Mm -hmm. when i was watching a lot of uh tiktok videos tiktok is very relatable Uh so people share everything there they're so transparent Mm -hmm. and they were talking about different things like an experience and everybody in the comment like a hundred people in the comments would say oh i thought i was the only one i thought i was Mm -hmm. the only one what the hell the same thought everybody had and i was wait a minute Mm-hmm. What's going on? I've never in my life had one original thought. I know, because thousands of years, like people have been doing the exact same things we've been doing, with with the fights, with uh, if they're hungry, with like yeah. if they want to create art. I don't know everything. You're right. Yeah. So, mm. uh, what I realized is that okay, if everybody's mind is the same, and it has the same thought. And usually when they're in the same geographic location, they're even more likely to share yeah. the same thoughts. So then it's not very valid. Then wh- I shouldn't listen to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's hard to do that. So what you kind of, I realized what works is to just always be conscious of it. Like mm-hmm. you think of something and uh, you think it's true, like about being crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I think that a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, then think about it objectively. Why do I think I'm crazy? What is your reason? And then you realize that it just goes silent. Yeah. Like, what is your reason that I'm... And it says, okay, you don't have friends, for mm-hmm. example. Yeah. Okay, because I don't go out, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out. Maybe that's why. Right. And then it says, okay, you don't go out because you're crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. Maybe I want to have some alone time. Maybe I'm writing something. Maybe I'm doing something like... Exactly. What is your reason that doesn't validate being crazy? A lot of people are alone. Does that yeah, mean they're I crazy? Know. Yeah, exactly. So when you, it's hard to do that, but when you kind of like question it, uh, this happens. Let me tell you something that's very interesting, mm-hmm. right? I heard that and it just shocked me, uh-huh. you know? So there was this experiment that they did. Uh, it's about quantum physics now it's a very big word and very big thing but the same thing applies Uh to our life 
So what they did is it's called the split, I think, experiment, split experiment, something like that. Um, this is what goes on. So they put a light in a very dark room mm-hmm. and they put like this metal sheet in the middle of the wall and the light, right? Mm-hmm. So this metal sheet has only two um, gaps, right. slips, mm-hmm. uh, slits. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It has these two gaps right, like that. And you would think that if you turned on the light and, oh, on the wall, they put a um, light-sensitive kind of paper. What, what do they call it? Mm. That they use for oh, photos yeah, yeah, in the right. back in the day. I days. forget what it's called, but yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of light-sensitive exactly. uh, papers. So they put it on the wall on the other side. And you would think that if you turned on the light, what happens is that there's going to be a s- straight line right mm-hmm. on the paper but no they actually realized that there was a wave there mm. there was a two waves going on and that was very shocking and kind of the, it surprised them so they decided to record that they put a camera in mm-hmm. the room and did the experiment again but this time there was two straight lines what happened? What? They put the camera out. There was Wait. waves. They put the camera in. There was two straight lines. What happened here? Mm. They did that for like a hundred times, I think. Kind of like that. Hundred is the magic word, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then um, after they did this, they realized there's something. What? What is it about the camera that mm. causes that? That's so crazy. It's about the observer. Observer is a very important word here. Mm -hmm. We can talk about it a lot. An episode, we should just talk about that. So when there is an observer in the room, Mm -hmm. right? The things that are around us, the things that are looked at and being that are being observed... Mm -hmm. They function uh, in forms uh, in the way that they are like they are still. But if you don't look at them, they're not the same objects with uh, atoms and electrons and things what? like that. I, that kind of makes no sense, but it also doesn't because with people it's so true. Like okay, if some if a camera is watching you, or if, even if somebody is watching you, mm-hmm. you act totally different. Makes sense. But the light doesn't know that a camera is watching it. So. Exactly. What? So this just kind of goes back again to uh, energies, spirituality, and all that. Mm. So God is an observer. God mm. is like a uh, consciousness, pure consciousness. Mm-hmm. That's what I've kind of, that's what they say a lot. It's not just one kind of teaching or something like that. All the religions, all these things Mm. point at that, the fact that God is consciousness. So um, now God is the observer, the actual observer of everything that is around us. So Mm -hmm. this whole world is in fact a hologram that God has imagined, Mm. right? God has imagined this and God observes it. So even if there is no camera in the room and we are not in the room Mm -hmm. because God has created this, you know, this universe and uh, kind of knows, observes this room, these things that are here, Mm -hmm. they will exist still. So some, uh, some people said like Einstein, I think, that okay, if I don't look at the moon, does it mean that, that it doesn't exist? There, right, yeah. Doesn't exist. But no, because if you don't look at it, there are a lot of people that look at it first of all, and mm. then there's God that is also mm. kind of like I don't want to like a lot of people may not believe in God. Mm. Okay? But you can't deny the consciousness because you do have it too. Mm-hmm. Right? So you can't Deny I that don't have one. Consciousness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do <laughs> have it. If you yet. say that, yeah. you have consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, it's kind of it's 
such a deep conversation. We had to talk mm. about it a lot to get to that yeah. point. You know, right. we can't just say these things and get to that conclusion. But we can have like an episode totally talking about that mm-hmm. and kind of research it a lot because yeah. it's very interesting. I've listened to these kind of things a lot. And this is the thing. So the same goes for your thoughts. If you observe your thoughts Mm -hmm. as like a completely different entity and being, Mm -hmm. just observe it. Like put a light on the mind. Yeah. Right? And then you realize that when you really practice this, you realize that there are no thoughts. No thoughts come into your mind. And for the first time, your mind is free of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's so liberating. That's the best Has that thought. ever happened to you? Yes. Though? Really? It happened to me. Because I know I went on this whole spiritual kind of thing. And it happened to me for a week. And it was wow. the best week of my life. That's crazy. You don't understand because... I I'll, don't. No, no, no. Not about I that. really don't. Because yeah. I, I can't not think. Because all, all my life, I've had this, I told you, like this voice that has been like always, I thought it was my friend, like talking and mm-hmm. all these thoughts that come on and go. I always had thoughts from, mm. and I was always like this alone kid, quiet kid that always judged everybody like from you know what i'm exactly. saying like just i know yeah <laughs> always had these thoughts all the time 24 uh-huh. 7 and f- to be able to not have thoughts for a whole week it was heaven itself like i was so feeling good that was the best week of my life and then mm-hmm. it got all crashed mm-hmm. it got all crashed i went to my lowest point oh because it was a big thing it was such a big experience Mm -hmm. it was such a big shock and it takes a lot of energy to always observe your mind yeah like how did you go about how did it slowly build up to the time when you could not Mm. think because here's what i do right like i say okay for the next minute i'm not gonna think about anything like let's say i'm gonna look at this water or i'm even gonna close my eyes but immediately it's like okay so don't think it's all right don't think now stop thinking (laughs) Or, don't, or then thoughts uh, come. don't stop the thinking. Mm. Don't stop at the thinking. You can't do that. Even the most enlightened people or the most, mm-hmm. you know, the best people, uh, they've always had thoughts. Thoughts are not bad things, okay? Mm. But guided thoughts are important. So allow the thoughts to come in, but do not associate yourself, yourself with it. Do not tell anything oh, to it. Okay. Do not discourage it. Just watch it. Just observe. See what happens. Let's try that. Let's try that at some point. We can't even do it right now. Okay. Like, you know. It'll be very interesting for the podcast. Just two people sitting here. Looking <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, but we can cut it out after it and like say what it was like. Yeah. To do it. Um, so this was actually really good because we weren't even expecting to record today. We were just no. checking out the room. But I mean, we got so deep in the one. conversation. Ah, that was really good. Yes. It was actually like thoughtful stuff. Yeah. yeah. We did, although we didn't talk about any books or movies, <laughs> which is like that was that was what the podcast was supposed to be about. No, no, it's about everything. We decided like we we're going to mm-hmm. talk about the experiences, about our memories, about mm-hmm. trends, whatever. And it, it's important to talk about uh, hold it, uh, kind of like what is it psychology. Because mm-hmm. that's what story is about. Characters are about, right? Mm-hmm. When you explore the psychology, exactly, you exactly. get to the characters. Story comes from life. <laughs> okay, so thank Bye you. Bye, everybody. Thank you for watching our what, podcast. Oh, no. Just listening to or our both. podcast. I don't know. Yes. Okay. Or both of them. Thank All you right. so much. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye.